pollo in salatina e una tazzina di caffè a malapena riesco a mandar giù invece ti ricordi che appetito insieme a te a te dry guardavi solo me mentre cantavi Chinatown l'orchestra ripeteva mi resta solo un disco per tornare giù da te a the dry Ciao a tutti and uh, welcome back to Gusto. Uh, last time uh, I was talking in Italian, but uh, since today I decided to uh, speak in English because I would reach more people, so then I think it's better for everybody to talk in, in English. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, fresh pasta, as I promised last time. So we are going to see some kind of uh, two or three different kind of dough of fresh pasta and also a couple of recipes uh, with some seasonal ingredients and with a special guest and friend that is with us today for some wine pairings, Benjamin Herzog. Ciao, Benno. <laughs> Hi. Benjamin Herzog from Weinpunkt. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. Thank I'm looking you. forward to the pasta, but we yeah. can't eat it actually because we're wearing a mask and we can't yeah. drink and eat, but we can think and talk about it. Yeah, we can just try to imagine <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> and enjoy this. So now just take some peppers and pencil. And uh, in the meantime, we are going to hear um, a track from a band that it's from the... From my teenage time, it's uh, an Italian underground experimental band. The name is Subsonica, and this is a collaboration with the Blue Vertigo. So just gonna hear this, and I hope that you enjoy, enjoy this track. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ed eccoci tornati. We are back. So, what's, what's going to see first? It's the most famous kind of, uh, of dough. It's the, it's the fresh dough, the, the fresh pasta with the hacks. Uh, like, as you know, uh, or you don't know, uh, there are two main, main dough in Italy. Uh, almost one is from the north part and one is from the south. But it's not really like this because the first kind of dough with the hacks, it's most in the north Italy, but also in the middle, uh, like Emilia-Romagna, of course. It's the most famous, uh, sorry, it's the most famous region about the fresh pasta, as everybody know. And uh, they have this kind of dough. It's really easy to do or not. Depends. You need a little bit of power in your arms. <laughs> And it's really easy to do. It's like, I'm going to tell you the ingredients, just flour. So like a white flour we use in Italy. Zero, zero, or zero. I know that here it's not, uh, you, you, you don't find this everywhere. You can find in some Italian shops, but you can use also white flour. I mean, white flour, sorry. And normally the, the percentual is one hack each 100 gram of flour. So what I, I, I'm doing normally when I'm doing a fresh pasta, fresh eggs pasta, it's 400 grams uh, flour, zero, 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 four eggs and one pinch of salt. You have to make, this is good for four persons normally. Depends also the, the sugo that you're going to use then and also what you want to do if you want to do Like the, the thickness of the pasta, it's also different. But this we're going to see later. So for making the dough, it's really easy. You have to make uh, on the, the best place. It's a wood place. Like a, uh, if you have a wood uh, plan or tumble in your kitchen, uh, then make like a mountain, a volcano, volcano with the flour. And then... You can, in one bowl, already broke the hacks with a pinch of salt and put this into the, into the volcano. And slowly, with the hand, you can take slowly, slowly a little bit of flour and go in to, to, to making the dough. You need to, to press this dough to making the dough Uh, at least almost 15-20 minutes or if you have a kitchenette and you are lucky you can also do it with the kitchenette of course easier uh, with less stress uh, but uh, al always the hand of the dough I finish this on the on the kitchen uh, like on the wood or marble it's also good uh, just inox it's not so good but it's better yeah with the uh, wood and the marble And then you just put your dough after 15-20 minutes when it's ready. You can put the dough in, um, in a plastic film and leave it for rest 30 minutes before to work it. Because the gluten needs to, to relax a little bit. Then the pasta is going to be stressed and 
is not working, then it's not a good pasta. You can feel it when the pasta is stressed and you heat it, you can feel it on your uh, under your teeth. So better it's making the dough, 30 minutes rest, and then working on it. And you can make a lot of kind of... Um, you, a lot of kind of sides and format. It depends what you want to do. If you want to make lasagna, uh, you can make sheets with uh, the machine or with the uh, mattarello. I don't know this this food uh, instrument which one you can roll the pasta. But I think that everybody understands this. And uh, sorry, my English is not perfect. Uh, okay, better than my German but <laughs> not perfect. And uh, yeah, if you want to make some lasagna or tagliatelle or tagliarini, you can use the Imperia machine, like a pasta machine. It's easier, I mean. And But you can also do uh, other kind of uh, pastas like ravioli, just making a sheet like this one for the lasagna. And uh, with a spoon or a sac a poche, you can put your uh, filling in in the pasta, then roll it double and cut with the uh, rondella with the wheel that it's really nice and makes this zigzag effect, for example. Or you can cut with everything you have, like a biscuit form or a little bit fantasy also. We are no, I'm not a straight one. You have to be like this. Uh -uh. You can also make uh, like uh, bonbons or bags or you can just go in with the fantasy. It's always nice. And um, yeah, the, the, the thickness of the pasta, it depends also about... Uh, there are uh, different kind of schools. I prefer pasta a little bit uh not thicker little bit gross little bit more um uh, how is the opposite of thicker <laughs> thin no thin no thicker sorry yeah thicker. yeah i prefer i prefer a little bit thicker pasta but it depends also about the the sugo that you're going to use but yeah i like to feel the pasta under the teeth not too much thin and um, yeah, so you can start with, uh, you can put in order your, uh, uh, the, the suggestion that I gave you and we can go to hear another song and then we are going to see the other kind of dough, the other kind of dough without X. Hear the cold maze say one prison call in Nancy and choose all. All right. Not sure, hope, hope, we'll just get along the club in no time. 
government. You've accustomed to much called the radio girls. Oh, Sunday. forgot to tell you something that it's also really important the eggs it's better out of the fridge so like uh, room temperature I forgot this is important and uh, I also searched the mattarello it's rolling pin but I think that there are a lot of people understanding what I mean uh, so the other kind of dough that we have So we have a lot of kind of dough, as I told before, but these are the two most famous and used in Italy. It's the dough without eggs. This is really used in the South Italy and also in Liguria, as like trofie, for example, uh, are without eggs. And also famous orecchiette, these are from the South, from Puglia. And it's really easy to do. It's just, <laughs> you have to work it a lot. It's really easy to use. You can write if you want. You have to use as as the other one. I always make this like for four person. Then it depends. I mean, normally I count 100 gram flour each person. So plus the, the stuff like Italian portion. So, you know, not restaurants portion, home Italian portion. So it's 400 grams uh, Art, uh, Artweizen Dunst 
This is the name in German. I don't know in English, but it's better, you know, in German. So when you go to the supermarket, you can also search with this name. That it's like Semola Rimacinata in Italian. You, I know that you can find in some Italian places. It's not so so difficult to find. And the percentual, it's always the half of the water. So if you're going to use 400 grams of Artweizen Dunst, then it's 200 grams, uh, not hot, but warm water. Like it's not, don't have to be hot, warm, like more than room temperature, less than hot. So just warm water and a pinch of salt. And then like the other pasta, you, uh, you make your volcano, your fontan, we say in Italy, and you're going to... Uh, you're going to put the salt in the warm water, just whisk a little bit, and then inside the volcano and work. Don't be scared. It's, it's looking like sand and you think immediately, oh, no, I need more water. It's not like this. You have to be patient and work with it because it's going to look like it's too dry, but it's not too dry. You have to work it 15, 20 minutes at least. And then it, the, the, the Artweizen Dunst, it's going to take the water slowly. It's a little bit more delicate than the other, but it's, it, it works. You just have to be patient. And of, co of course, you have also to see about the weather. When the weather is really dry outside, then maybe you need to put just a pinch, just, just a drop, some drops more, not so much. Or just like I make sometimes, when I see the dough it's too dry, I just put my hand under the water, just making the, the, the hands wet and then again working with the dough. Then normally this is enough. And also important is not, not working in a space when there are some windows and open and there is wine and there is air, too much air. Then the, the dough is getting immediately too dry. And it's going to be possible to work again with this. And again, after you work with it, 15, 20 minutes, you have to put again in the uh, plastic film and leave it for 15, 20 minutes to rest. Uh, 15, 20 minutes, normally it's okay. And then you can work with it. And there is a special version of this dough that it's in the origin of my family because my mother is from Puglia. And it's the grano arso. Grano arso, it's like, uh, it's a roasted flour that have an uh, intense taste of, uh, it's a little bit smoky. And we make orecchiette al grano arso. Our, uh, they are going to be gray, uh, anthracite, more or less, this is the color that you have at the hand. And you have to uh, mix it, not 50-50, but... When you use these two together, you have to use 350 grams of Artweizen Dunst and 150 grams of Grano Arso. Then again, water, half, and pinch of salt. These are special. At the hand, you have a pasta that is really testy. You really feel the hash at the hand. The pasta is going to have this hash testes, and I love it. It's going to be good with uh, some uh, fish, for example, like uh, uh, mussels or 
uh, also capesante, or it's also good, I love it, with cimedirapa, or if you can't find cimedirapa, like uh, stangen broccoli. It's really particular pasta, and uh, it's not so famous, I know, because just some old women in the countryside of my mother's region, Puglia, they are going to still make this. And it's uh, something that I want to bring on. I don't want that it's going to be forget. So, yeah, this is the other kind of toast. And um, now we are going to listen some music. And then we are going to see some recipes and some wine pairing suggestion with our friend Benjamin. <laughs> Salirò, salirò fra le rose di questo giardino Salirò, salirò fino a quando sarò solamente un punto lontano Al ciglio d'un vulcano mi brucierei, ma salutandoti dall'alto con la mano, ah, e invece sto sdraiato, senza fiato, scotto come il tagliolino al pesto che ho mangiato il resto, qui disteso sul selciato ancora un po', ma prima o poi ripartirò. Accetterei di addormentarmi su un ghiacciaio tibetano Congelerei, ma col sorriso che si allarga piano piano ah, E invece sto sdraiato, senza fiato Sfatto come il letto su cui prima mai lasciato il resto Distrutto, disperato ancora un po' Poi ripartirò e salirò, 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 salirò fra le rose di questo giardino e salirò, salirò fino a quando sarò solamente un ricordo lontano e salirò, 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 salirò fra le rose di questo giardino e salirò, salirò fino a quando sarò solamente un Per riprendervi ci vuole un arcano a motore 
So here we are again, and as I said before, we are um, we are gonna see some we are gonna see some recipes now about fresh pastas. Uh, as I want to give you, it's some suggestion. I mean, now uh, we have some seasonal um, herbs and. Uh, Vegetables that I really like as uh, the wild garlic. Uh, we call it aglio orsino in uh, in Italian. <laughs> it it's, means the the the, um, the garlic of the small bear. <laughs> it's nice, but have this name in Italian because I just uh, discovered this not so far ago that the bears when they wake up from the lethargy, lethargy from the winter sleeping. They're gonna reactivate the stomach, the stomach. So it's really good for the stomach, and then they know it, and then they are gonna hit this aglio orsino, this perlauch uh, in in uh, Swiss German in German, because it's good for the stomach and for the intestine, and they they're gonna reactivate the system with this herb. So maybe it's because this in Italy we call it aglio orsino. <laughs> yeah, this was just a funny story. And it's exactly about uh, berlach. I want to give you a recipe that it's um, it's uh, I mean the the berlach pesto. There are a lot of version about it, lot maybe hundred kind of different recipes about berlach pesto. Like Italian basilicum pesto, it's the same, one thousand maybe. Everybody have his. So the the our show, it's uh, my show, it's gusto. Our show. So, as like as my gusto, my taste, this is my kind of uh, pesto berlaug. I want to suggest you uh, to blanch it, the, the berlaug, the wild garlic, before to use it. Why? Because it's really strong. So, just put the berlaug in the hot water, boil it, boiling water, for a couple of really like one minute in and out and then in the ice water or just ice and let cool down then I use and then also dry it before to use it of course then I mix it uh, so this is for making an amount that you have for a couple of time it's 100 gram berlauch but if you want to reduce you can reduce the proportion are really easy here. So it's 100 gram perlauch, 100 milliliter uh, olive oil, uh, olive oil, 100 milliliter uh, rapsol or uh, sonnenblumen oil, and uh, 100 grams peanuts, and 50 grams of pecorino. If you want to do this in a vegan version, it's also good to make. In, to use instead the, the peanuts, the cashew, and uh, efeflochen. I don't know this in English. <laughs> Are the the, um, the the flakes of the efe? So it's uh, it's it's like a, a cheesy taste, and you can use this uh, instead the pecorino. Of course, it's not the same, but it's really tasty and. Uh, I, I I promise you, uh, it's like my husband is vegan. They're gonna love it. <laughs> I made it. Uh, also, children, everybody was loving it. 
it's just it's different of course and you can um, and salt you you can you can see you can put everything in and then taste because pecorino it's really tasty so i normally i don't use salt but you can try it and see what do you think about and this is also a trick if you do the pesto in the mixer a couple of ice cubes for the for the color then it's gonna take the the green of the perlock it's remain more uh, green so a couple of ice cubes in the mixer uh, when you are uh, making it and uh, maybe we can also ask uh, to Benno some pairing suggestion for some fresh pasta with the Berlauch pesto, what he wants to suggest. Yes, sure. Um, Berlauch is not that easy to pair. Yeah. I'm happy that you said that you will blanch it so it's not as strong anymore. It doesn't really matter. Berlauch in English is the wild garlic and also like the, the normal garlic, regular garlic. This is very, uh, they have a very strong taste. And so this can be a bit hard to to find a wine which is really really like that um, like the dish is having its stage and the wine as well that's not that easy yeah but if you find a wine which you like with it it's uh, can be amazing so that's uh, there's a way to to find something if you pair a dish with a wine in general there are like two ways of doing it i'm always saying like one way is to go for uh, harmony like to have a you have a dish or a taste of a dish which which you have and you want to like support this general dish with a wine which is in a similar direction yeah so if you have like for example you have Berlauch and you want to find a wine which a with the taste of Berlauch this won't be very easy so I don't think there exists a wine which is resembles me like on Berlauch in general which I'm happy about but yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drink that wine so we could in another direction like to try the the opposite or to try to supplement the character of, of a dish and the, i think this would be the direction i would go for with the berlach pesto so i think um one like if we want to go in the first way if we want to find something which is similar to berlach we could go to the green direction which Berlauch has and which where are some there are some wine which have this as well maybe you could try like a Sauvignon Blanc or something in this direction like to support the, the, the greenish side or the other way which I would choose is I would look for a wine which is refreshing and which is uh, like cleaning your palate yeah. after you you had a bite you drink a little bit and it's cleaning again and you're happy to taste the next bite yeah and so maybe we could think about uh, something very fresh. At the moment, you talked about seasonal stuff. Wine is, has seasons as well, and now it's the season of rosé. So, yeah, why not? Why not try a, a fresh rosé, maybe from the region, mm -hmm. from here, around here, or also from Italy? Doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, yeah, of yes, course. Yes, exactly. So you could you could go in this direction as well. It's surprising that um, rosé wines they are they are very good in combining food where it is hard to find another wine sometimes. Yeah, and also with are... vegetables, it uh, can be amazing, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They, are, they can adapt good with yes, exactly. complicated food. <laughs> complicated yes, you're taste. right, yeah, you're right. And I think it's a pity that sometimes, me myself as well, I'm like thinking about wine <laughs> a lot during my days. 
And sometimes I forget the rosé. Mm. Yes. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Like, you should oh, apero for summer, but not. It's a, it's a sort that can really go with some special food. Yes, and actually it's not, it's like white wine or red wine as well. There are really different characters. So here we could really go for a fresh one mm-hmm. and we, oh, yeah. without a for lot sure. of aging, maybe really a young wine. And then, yeah, but we also like it. I just tasted a rosé, which was uh, aged in wood as well. Mm-hmm. So this exists as well. And yeah, there is, it's just the color which is um, yeah. making the difference. But there are like from the character of the wines, it's really, yeah, it's as versatile as a white wine or red wine. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, super cool. Yeah, and also uh, other other uh, recipe that uh, that I um, I wanted to to suggest. It's really easy to do. It's an aglio olio peperoncino, but it's a bit uh, different way with the white garlic. So instead of the normal garlic, using the white garlic. So it's white garlic, olive oil, and uh, red peppers, uh, peperoncino. So it's, uh, I mean, really easy to do. You can use fresh pasta as well. I would, I would suggest, I would prefer to use Artweizendun's pasta. So without, uh, without eggs. And um, like spaghetti alla chitarra, for example, that it's one of my favorite kind of uh, spaghetti. And it's uh, really easy, really easy to do. Like you just put the, the spicy, the pepperoncini in the olivenol. And instead you are already cooking the pasta as well in the water, just a couple of minutes. Then we are going to uh, put the pasta directly in the oil with some uh, pasta water. We say this in Italian, risottare. So normally we uh, make this just with rice but i love to do this sometimes also with pasta like cooking the pasta directly in the pot with the pasta water so then it's gonna take the, the starch the starch is gonna be there and it's making it the creamy and then at the end we are gonna uh, we say in italian mantecare so we make this mantecatura with just a berlauch cream that it's really easy to do. It's not the pesto, it's just the cream. You just take again the, the, the white garlic, put in the water a couple of minutes, then in the ice, and then with a couple of ice cubes in the mixer without anything, without oil, without anything, just with the ice, then it's really green. And then you put this in the pan, you, you take away the pan from the... I would say fire because in Italy we use the fire for cooking. I always say this, but it's wrong, I know. So you're going to take away the pan from the, the warm part and then put this uh, wild garlic and salt a couple of times. Then the, the starch with the perlauch and it's making a green cream. And it's really nice to see because it's really green. And then you have the red of the uh, spicy peppers. And then you can serve it with some, if you have some uh, old bread at home, not so old, but like a strong, and now it's three, four days, it's, it's strong, it's hard. You can just grate it in the pan and roast it a little bit and then put it on the top. And I promise you it's going to be fresh, 
tasty, spicy, and also a bit roasty. Nice plates, quick plates to do. It's really fast to do. Okay, you have to produce pasta, but you can also use normal spaghetti from, yeah, from the supermarket. Just we are gonna talk. We are talking about fresh pasta today, so that's why I want to suggest you uh, to make a spaghetti alla chitarra, for example. And with this kind of uh, pasta, we can also drink some freshly or something else. Wine. Yes, yes. So now with the, the, it's more spicy than the mm -hmm. other dish we had. So we have the peperoncino inside, which is um, so spicy food is um, is not uh, again is not just that easy because it can be a little bit disturbing if you have a wine which is uh, pushing the spiciness as well. So there is some general rule. Um, the spiciness it can like the if you have a wine which has some spiciness inside or some. Uh, very uh, related uh, things like for example the CO2 so in a sparkling wine like the feeling you have from uh, from a sparkling beverage is like adding on the spiciness so you should avoid having a wine which is too strong or too acidic or too much as, uh, CO2 or something like this so you could choose like a, I would choose a white wine I think Maybe something which is more uh, a little bit uh, soft, a softer wine. Maybe we could think about the Schossla from Switzerland or we could think about the uh, Narnais, for example, which is more on yep. the fresher side. And um, you said that there is, um, what is on top of the dish again? It's, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like old, uh, old bread that you have at home yes. and now it's hard and uh, you want to... I mean, I, I don't like to waste food, sure. so no food waste. Normally, I put this in the mixer. Okay, you need a strong mixer, or you can even grate it this uh -huh. in a pan and just roast it this little bit, like it takes this roasted uh -huh. feeling. You can, yeah, just yeah. in a couple of minutes in the pan. Maybe you could use also. Uh, you need to try like with the <laughs> with with the combinations of wine and food. What we are doing now is only theory, but I would need to try. But I could also imagine that these uh, breadcrumbs on top, they could work like a bridge between the wine and the dish. So maybe you could also look for a wine which has this bready taste. Mm -hmm. This is often with wines which are aged in wood. They uh -huh. sometimes have these toasted flavors. Maybe you could also go in this direction, but I can't um, really say if it's going to work. But yeah, I no, would say no. hey, yeah, maybe it could it could work like a white wine from which was aged in a barrel. This could could be interesting as well here. Like yes. you have some suggestion or like Chardonnay is often uh, Chardonnay. is often uh, aged in barrels, but you could also try like special things. There are also some Chasla which are aged in, oh, in wood, for example. Nice. Yeah. Um, Yes, you could experiment with that. Yeah, it? experimental. Yes. Like these bridges are always interesting. Yeah, if it's not good, you can do this pasta again and <laughs> try this no, another No, just thing. open another bottle. Or open another yes, bottle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it's, uh, it's uh, we hope it's come the, the, with the nice weather and then we can enjoy some fresh wine finally with uh, easy, easy pasta, finally some white and rosé. I hope so, yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thank you, Benno. Now we are uh, listening to uh, music, uh, a song, and uh, later I'm going to talk to you about the last recipe. It's a little bit more complicated, but not so much. 
just always with fun. We are gonna hear one song and we come back. Ti piacciono le riviste di meccanica? Hai paura della morte? Della morte. 
So here we are back. It was Blue Vertigo. I always liked this band when I was a teenager. It's a bit crazy, but I like them. So now we are going to see the, the last recipe. Uh, we're going to see some ravioli. Um, also, ravioli, we can do the dough with the hex. So it's like I said before, the dough with the hex. Then when uh, it's 30 minutes that they are uh, rest, that, that the dough are resting, you can take your dough, making the sheets, pasta sheets. And then uh, with some spoons, you can fill it. And the dough, it's... Uh, it's quite like this. You have the, the perlauch. So as always, I suggest a little bit blanched in the water and then in the ice and then dry it with uh, some um, house paper. Then we are going to have, you can choose the, the cheese like ricotta or quark, but pay attention, quark, it's more liquid. So I want to suggest ricotta. So these are more or less the quantity 40 grams uh, berlauch, 250 gram ricotta, 50 gram parmigiano, or you can also use sprints, like uh, local cheese. Like we are going to talk about being local, buying local. You're, you can also use sprints. It's also good, really. I already tried it. It works perfectly. Then four spoons of uh, uh, hazelnuts, grated hazelnuts, like uh, hazelnuts flour, like, uh, yeah, grated hazelnuts. Uh, half a uh, teaspoon of salt and a pinch of white pepper. Then you make the dough in a bowl. You can leave the rest a couple of minutes. Then it's getting um, a bit more compact. Then you can put with some with a teaspoon into the dough and uh, putting the sheet double on the top and cut it in any forms you prefer round square making some bonbons as you prefer going with the fantasy and cooking time it's about three four minutes Ta try it with the pasta there's not time also in the Pasta packages sometimes I, I, I always don't read, of course, and it's like you, as you prefer, just al dente, as we say, not too much cooking, but uh, less it's better. Because then we are gonna salt the ravioli a little bit with the, um, with the sugo that we are gonna make. I made it, this is my version, with some dried uh, mushrooms, spugnole or their uh, steinpilz, porcini, uh, that I put it in the water. If you don't have fresh one, of course, put this in the water, then they have to stay there about 10, 15 minutes. And then in a pan, just uh, some butter, then 50 grams of uh, uh, spargel, uh, roasted and salted in the pan, then you're going to add the mushroom and then you're going to put some white wine on. We say sfumare in Italian, like when you put some wine and then you leave the alcohol going away. And uh, um, a couple of three, two or three spoons of uh, uh, petersil. Uh, then you just turn it uh, slow, 
put the raviolin in, sold it a little bit, and that's it. And gonna serve if you want with some cheese on the top or not. It's even okay because there is already ricotta and sprints inside. I want to suggest not, not cheese, but if you want, you can put it. And for the white wine, you, we can ask uh, white or even red. We can ask uh, Benno, what, uh, what yes, do you yes, think yes. about these plates? Uh, <laughs> there is a lot going on. Uh, There's a lot going on in these plates. No, but um, we in have general, hazelnuts, spargle. Yeah, yeah. But as you're cooking with wine, sometimes it's a good idea to drink the wine that you're cooking with. This is the is obvious. Also because you don't need a whole bottle if you don't have a big family. <laughs> uh, yes, this is one way of doing it. So maybe there you could go from the things we spoke about before. You could go to a like more to a fresher direction or not a too too strong wine. But I think, yes, we could also try a red wine here, um, especially because you're using mushrooms and hazelnuts and everything. But I wouldn't go in a heavy, mm-hmm. not a heavy direction. So you should choose more uh, lighter, elegant wine. As we said, if we want to stay in Italy, we could use a Piemontese wine, one from your from your home. Um, we talked about before, we talked about Pela Verga, for example. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Pela Verga, it's a red wine. Yes. And, uh, but it's really light. Exactly. It's not a deep red wine. Okay, normally in Piemonte we have this heavy, but Pela Verga, it's really easy and I love this with mushrooms it's always yeah. something it's really good with mushrooms exactly if you want to have a local wine more you could choose a Pinot Noir from the from the region here I wouldn't go for a very ripe wine I would more go to the fresher side again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as it is the season of freshness now it's spring so yes yeah. that's always important as well and now we talked about yes um we talked about many combinations and everything, but in the end, I think this is more of a inspiration. Yeah. So if you don't like red wine, just drink white. Or if you yeah. like beer, you can also drink a beer exactly. with it. I think it should, it's just more for um, it's like it's, the it's gusto. Inspiration. Exactly, we... exactly. It's just inspiration for people, and I think it's interesting to, yeah. to talk about it and find out. That's what we do. Yeah, it's always go with the flow. If you exactly. feel like uh, I'm more about rosé or white tonight, gonna drink. You can also cook with the rosé. A couple of times I used also rosé. And it was... Yeah, I think it works. Yeah, sure. it was yeah. good with Maybe some risotto, color. for example. was yeah. really nice. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but if you have... Uh, you can if, if, you, if you can reach a Pella Verga... With the mushrooms, yeah, it's also nice. Yes, at the moment we don't have one at wine punkt, but yeah, you can always ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's. Uh, We're gonna find one somewhere else. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's it's not easy, but yeah, it can just go with the flow and uh, drink what you what you want. Even when you cook the alcohol, it's gonna it's gonna uh, go away. So when you s- make this sfumatura, as we say, the alcohol is gonna go away. So it's good also for the children, it's not a problem. And you don't need so much. It's just uh, one deciliter, uh, two deciliter for cooking. That's it, not, not more. I mean, the rest the parents can drink and enjoy a little bit. Yeah. Always with the hat, with the brand. So, 
for today, I think we are finished. And it uh, was a pleasure to yeah, do thank you. the show with you, Ben. It was really funny. Thanks. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed also to be here. Uh, and uh, I, I say bye to you. We're going to see each other, I think, in two weeks. I decide to, to make uh, two monthly uh, shows. Until now, I didn't decide what, uh, what about I'm going to talk next time. Improve. I don't know. I'm going to thinking about, I'm still thinking about, I didn't decide until yet. But something uh, seasonal and uh, that it's good in the period. Because as always I said, like last time, this show, it's also important because we have to eat seasonal regional pine with the hat and responsible trying to buy bio and local and support the small producer from the region that it's really important in this difficult moment that we are gonna live now so i say bye to you see you next time with uh, gusto and i hope that you enjoy the show and uh, that i give you some tips and uh, yeah ideas for cooking something new for some friends and see you soon
la macchina un impianto che è costato dei milioni e me ne vanto io non capisco tutto questo rock and roll io non capisco la situazione 